Shalom to all. Today's office is in Dharm Daf Membez. We are starting at the top of the Daf with a brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lila Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Misha, Hernish, Shalma, Shadav, and Aliyah. And Lila Nishmas, Mars, Rivka, Basar, Meir, Zev, Hernish, Shalma, Shadav, and Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Hamudra, Anom, Mechaveroi, a person was Mudra, Anom, from his friend. Can we have our classic case? Ruben said that Shimon is not allowed to have any benefit from him. And this was Lifneshvius. He made this nether on him before Shemitah. So, in a yard, Shimon is not allowed to go into Ruben's field. He's not to eat from the fruit which is overhanging the public pathway. In other words, Shimon is not allowed to benefit from Ruvain at all. Now, Bashvias, right now we're understanding this means he made the nether on Shemitah, he's still not allowed to go into his field. He is allowed to eat from the fruit which is hanging over the pathway. And why is that? Well, because since Ruvain made this nether on Shemitah, he can't asser the fruit onto his friend. This fruit is not his. We know that anything growing on Shemitah is hefker. So the fruit itself is an usser, but going into the land is usser. And at the end of today's Gemara, we're going to understand why Shimon's not allowed to go into the land, but he is allowed to eat the fruit which is hanging over the public path. Now, let's say another Himenu Michael of Neshviyas, he made a nether on him regarding food before Shemitah. So, you're the text today, he's still allowed to go into his field because going into the field has nothing to do with food, but he's not allowed to eat from any of the fruit. And on Shemitah, he's even allowed to go into the field and eat the fruit. Or here, there's no Isra going into the land because that has nothing to do with food. And the reason why he's allowed to eat the fruit is because, as we just said, a person can't asser his fruit that grows on Shemitah. It's not his fruit, it's Hefker. Now, the Gemara tells us, Rav both Rav and Shmuel say. Now, right now, Havamina is that Rav and Shmuel are explaining what the Mishnah is talking about. Let's say the fellow said, Nechasim elu alecha, these Nechasim are usher to you. So Ruvin told Shimon that these Nechasim, meaning all of my Nechasim, wherever they are, they're usher to you. So if he made this nether lifneshvius before Shemitah, what's a halacha? Shimon's allowed to go into the field and he's not allowed to eat from any of the fruit that's overhanging. And that's afal pishegiyashvius. Even though now it's Shemitah, it's still usher for him to eat the fruit. Then Bashvius, now there, if he made the nether on Shemitah, he's allowed to go into the field. He is allowed to eat from the fruit which is overhanging. And right now we're understanding that the Chedesh here is twofold. When the nether is made before Shemitah, the fruit is usher even on Shemitah. And when the nether is made on Shemitah, even though it doesn't apply to the fruit, the land is still usher to Shemin. Both Rabbi Yechon and Rish Lakish say, and once again we're understanding that this is their explanation of our Mishnah. Let's say the fellow said, My Nechasim are usher to you. And he did this before Shemitah. He's allowed to go into his field. He's allowed to eat from the fruit which is overhanging. But once Shvius comes, he's allowed to go into his field. He is allowed to eat from the fruit which is overhanging. And right now we're understanding that the way Rabbi Yechon and Lakish are explaining the Mishnah is that he made this nether before Shemitah and he did not make a nether on Shemitah. So now the Gemara suggests, let's say this is Machlekes. The Rav Shmuel Sari, both Rav and Shmuel hold a person could ask for something which is his, even once it leaves his Rishos. And that's why, according to Rav and Shmuel, when Ruvain made the nether before Shemitah, the fruit is usher to Shemin even on Shemitah. Even though it's left Ruvain's Rishos, it's not Ruvain's fruit, still Shimon's not allowed to eat from it. Now, Rabbi Yechon Rishlakesh Savi, they both hold, a person can ask for something which is in his Rishos after it leaves his Rishos. And that's Rabbi Yechon Rishlakesh said that if the person made the nether before Shviyas, on Shemitah, the fruit is permitted. Now, the Gemara says, but is it really logical to say that? Is it really Amanda Amar that a person's not able to ask for something even after it's left his Rishos? In Cain, if that's really so, if there's really such Amanda Amar, so Nifalgibin Chasim Elu, they should just argue when the fellow said these nechasim because she came and for sure that would apply in a case where he said my nechasim. If Rabbi Yechon Rishlakish hold that when the fellow says nechasim elu, these nechasim are usher to you, still those nechasim are not going to be usher after they leave his rishos. So of course, when he says my nechasim are usher to you, they're not going to be usher after they leave his rishos. They're not his nechasim anymore. Why don't we say that's the machlekes? This one, furthermore, even this havamino of ours, the Rabbi Yechon Rishlakish hold that a person is not able to usher something in his rishos after it leaves his rishos. That's also not possible because we have a Mishnah, 
A person could ask for something which is currently in his rishos, even after it leaves his rishos, it will still be usher. Then on we have a Mishnah. A person tells his son, Cutting that which you are nana for me, meaning you're not allowed to have any enough for me. Mace, once the father dies, you're shenu, his son will yarshin him. However, if the father said, meaning you're not allowed to have enough for me while I'm alive and even after I die, Membez on Bez on top, in Mace, if he dies, his son does not yarshin him. So we see very clearly from the Stam Mishnah that a person could ask for something which is currently in his rishos and it's going to remain usher even after it leaves his rishos. So Gemara said that's not a right because Shani Hacha, this case is different. He was very clear to his son. He told him, while I'm alive and even after I pass away. And even Rabbi Yechon Shlakash would agree in that case because he very clearly stipulated, this will be usher to you even after it's not mine anymore. So that Mishnah is not a question on Rabbi Yechon Shlakish, but we call Makam either which way Kasha, we still have our original question, which is if Rav and Shmuel and Rabbi Yechon Shlakish are really arguing in this Nakuda whether or not a person is able to usher something that's currently in his Rishos, and for that Isra to continue after it leaves his Rishos, why don't we just say that that's what their argument is? So Mar says, you're right, El Benachasim Elu Kuliamalai Pligi. No one argues if he said, Nachasim Elu, these Nachasim are usher to you, that they always are usher to Shemin, even after they're not Ruvains anymore. For example, like in our case, when it's Shemitah and they're not Ruvains Nachasim anymore, they still would be usher to Shemin. Ki Pligi, so what's Almach like is, Benachasai, if he said, my Nachasim are usher to you. Ravish Mosavri, both of them hold, Lashna Nachasim Elu, Lashna Nachasai. It doesn't make a difference what Lashon he used. These Nechasim or my Nechasim, Adam Iser, the person is able to answer them even after they leave his Roshas. Rabbi Yechon Roshlakish Savri, both of them hold Nechasim, Adam Iser. If a person said Nechasim Elu, then he can answer them even after they leave his Roshas. But Nechasai, if he said my Nechasim in Adam Iser, then a person can't answer his Nechasim after they leave his Roshas. But the Gemara continues to say that that's not a valid terror. It's because Umi Ikel Amanda Amar, Lashon Nechasim Elu, Lashon Nechasai. Do we really have Amanda Amar that there's no difference if he said Nechasim Elu or Nechasai? And they're always going to be usher even after they leave the fellow's possession. But tonight, we have a mission that tells us, if a person tells his friend, me going into your house, meaning it's usher for me to go into your house, or this field of yours that I'm going to buy, meaning your field is usher to me. So let's say the fellow who owns the house or owns the field dies, or he sold it to somebody else, and the fellow that made the nether is allowed to go into the house or buy that field. And this is all because he said your house and your field. Well, now it's not his house anymore and it's not his field anymore, so it's allowed to be purchased by the one who made the nether. But let's say he said, I'm not going to go into this house. I'm not going to buy this field. If the subject of the nether, Shimon, died or sold it to somebody else, it's usher for Ruvim to go into the house or buy the field because he said this house and this field is usher regardless of who owns it. So you see very clearly that everyone differentiates between Nechasim Elu and Nechasai. How could we say that Rav and Shmuel don't differentiate? So Gemara says, you're right. Rabbi Yechon Rish Lakesh were simply talking about a case where the fellow said Nechasai. And Rav and Shmuel are simply talking about a case where the fellow said Nechasim Elu. And they're not arguing. They're talking about two separate cases, and they're not arguing in the explanation of the Mishnah. They both agree that the Mishnah is referring to where the fellow said Nechasim Elu, and the Seif is referring to where the nether was made on Shemitah itself. Now we just explain the part of the Mishnah that says, On Shemitah is not allowed to go into his field, but he is allowed to take the fruit which is leaning over the path. So now we ask, Why is he allowed to eat from the fruit which is leaning over the path? Because these pears are hefker. At Shemitah, they're not considered Ruvain's fruits, so Shimon's allowed to eat the fruit. But Aranami Afkara, the land is also Hefker, so why should Shimon not be allowed to go into the land to take the fruit? Why is he limited to taking only fruit which is leaning over the pathway? So Amarullah, he answers, We're talking about where there's trees standing on the border of the field, so now he doesn't have to go into the land. The only reason why Shemitah land is considered Hefker is so that people could go into the land and take the Hefker fruit. But if there's no reason to go into the land because the fruit is accessible outside of the field, for example, in this case, where there's fruit leaning over the path, so then he's not allowed to
to go into the field. Whereas Rabbi Shimon ben Eliakim, Amr Rabbi Shimon ben Eliakim says, Gezeira Shem Yishev Amida. It's a Gezeira. The reason why he's not allowed to go into the field is because we have a Gezeira. Maybe he's going to wait around there and he's going to stand there longer than necessary. Technically, if he walks in, takes fruit and walks out, that would be okay. However, it's a Gezeira that we're afraid he's going to take some fruit, sit around for a little bit, maybe munch on the apple he just picked, and then that extra time he's spending in the field that isn't directly related to picking the fruit, that's usher by the nether. Therefore, it's completely usher to walk into the field in the first place. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.